Welcome to Securing America with me, Frank Gaffney, the program that's a kind of owner's manual for protecting the country we love against all enemies, foreign and domestic, to God's glory and that of his kingdom. A man who has devoted his considerable and distinguished professional life to protecting the country we love is, I'm very pleased to say, both the chairman of the Center for Security Policies Advisory Board and our first guest. Among other things, he has served as a distinguished member of Congress, during which time he was the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee. He also has been the U.S. ambassador to the Netherlands, place that he was born in. His name is Pete Hoekstra. We're never quite sure what to call him. I default to your grace. It's good to have you with us, Mr. Chairman, Mr. Ambassador, Mr. Chairman, again, thank you for joining us, sir. Always good to be with you. Thanks, Frank. And as you and I talk frequently, Pete is just fine. I know it is. We're going to call you that, too, in the course of this, I'm sure. Let's talk about an issue that our Committee on the Present Danger China, of which you are a new member, I'm very pleased to say, has uh, taken on. And we talked a bit about it yesterday, but I'm going to be talking about it as long as it takes to fix a really serious threat, it seems to me. And that is, as you know, Congressman, we are looking at an enemy in the form of the Chinese Communist Party that is arguably the most dangerous we've ever faced. And there are people in this country, including financiers like Larry Fink of BlackRock, and apparently members of the board that oversees your pension plan, the Thrift Savings Plan, the largest in the world, in fact, uh, namely the Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board, who are determined to have American government employees, past and present, military and civilian, put their money, their pension fund money, into Chinese Communist Party-controlled companies. I'd like to get your thoughts on this. How on earth could this possibly be? Well, I'm sure that the people at the Thrift Savings Board, they're looking at it and they're saying, hey, we want to give you know, the American federal government workers, we want to give them options, which is fine. Uh, but now they're looking at opening it up, I think, to something like 5,000 mutual funds. Um, and many of these funds will invest in Chinese companies, companies uh, primarily uh, who will be controlled by the Chinese Communist Party, uh, working against the interest of the United States, probably stealing our intellectual property. Uh, and it's kind of like, yeah, go ahead, make it available to mute, make the option available to federal government employees to invest in mutual funds but only invest in those mutual funds that will certify that they are not going to invest any of those dollars into companies that are either controlled or affiliated with the Chinese Communist Party. Easy enough. Put in place the certification process and make sure that American taxpayer, well, that American government workers their retirement savings are not invested in companies working against the best interest of the government uh, and the country where they live. Yeah, I think actually two points. One is 
all Chinese companies are by definition under the control of the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, and I, I think there is actually some amount of taxpayer funding involved in these pension funds. So it, it does apply both to the investors themselves and the taxpayers. But Congressman, I, I guess I'm asking as well, how do we get to a point where people like Larry Fink, who manages by some estimates $10 trillion through BlackRock's various holdings, including the pension funds of an awful lot of states around this country and um, manages the thrift savings plan, I believe as well, at least substantially. Uh, People like him uh, believe that uh, they can in fact put all of our money, those of us who are in the markets, into um, communist China with complete disregard for what you just said, the the real danger that it poses to our country, that we're underwriting our enemy. Well, what it's become is, uh, number one, it's an influence operation by the Chinese Communist Party uh, to capture uh, the interest in the investments of these folks. And once they've done it, uh, they've pretty much locked them in place and see it with corporate America all the time. American companies that have become so invested, uh, their business models have become so invested in China Uh, that they are silent. The NBA is a phenomenal example of this, where, you know, they're telling and silencing their own players uh, to make sure you don't stand up for the Uyghurs. Heaven forbid that you stand up for freedom uh, for the people of Hong Kong or that you in any way uh, criticize the Chinese Communist Party or the, the you know, the government of, of China, which, as you said, are one and one and the same. Um, so you've got corporate America's locked up. All these people work together. They talk together. Uh, you know, for Larry Flynn, somebody, it's the almighty dollar. Uh, and there's not a bit of nationalism uh, in his worldview. This is why, uh, in many ways, Frank, these elites really dislike Trump. It's For them, it's the almighty dollar, which with their work one of these days may you know, morph into the almighty wand uh, and the dot, but they don't care as long as they're making money. And Donald Trump challenged that model and said, you know, I'm going to I'm going to put America first, uh, which was frightening to some of these people because they don't understand it. For them, it was about making it's about making money. And China has convinced them that the place to invest is China. And they once they get their hooks into you, they've got you. Right. Uh, Congressman, I just asked two, two questions based on your past experiences. Uh, one is the former chairman of the House Intelligence Committee. Of course, you oversaw, among other things, our counterintelligence capabilities. Are they up to the job of even monitoring properly, let alone holding accountable people who have, in fact, become well, for want of a better term, excuse me, agents of influence for communist Chinese um, government. And secondly, um, talk a little bit about your experience on the Hill itself, where colleagues of yours were directly influenced by the Chinese, it seems, in a number of different ways, as well as, of course, through businesses operating in their districts or their states. No, I mean, uh, our counterintelligence efforts fall woefully short of the threat that we faced. 
you know, for China, it is an all of government uh, approach. Uh, it is an all of society approach to take down the United States of America. So, you know, it's a military approach. It's a political information, disinformation campaign. Uh, it is a campaign that is run through their universities. Uh, you know, they we, we would hear stories where technologies and breakthroughs that were identified in our universities, they would be patented in China before we would ever have an opportunity to do it because the intellectual property had made it over into, uh, you know, it, there was a direct feed into uh, Chinese universities and Chinese businesses. And then you put that together uh, with what happens from a technology standpoint, technology transfer from one business or an American business uh, to a Chinese business. It happens here. We are targeted here. Our companies are targeted in China. Once they get there, it's kind of like, you know, I've, I've had multiple stories where they'll say, you know, guy, we build our plant. Uh, and the next morning we wake up and they, we see that they're building a plant identical to the one that we are building, but it is a Chinese government, the Chinese Communist Party facility that's going to be making exactly the same things that we are in our right. plant. In some, in some cases, they literally simply took the plans for everything from the product to the facility itself. I, I think there's even cases where they've taken the facilities lock, stock, and barrel from the United States and moved them to China. Uh, Congressman, we have to take a short break. When we come back, I, I do want to ask you about colleagues of yours, uh, former colleagues, obviously now, and uh, whether they too have been suborned by the Chinese Communist Party. That and more with Congressman Hoekstra right after this.